a lot happened this offseason. Literally hundreds of players changed teams. And 256 rookies were drafted with even more being signed after the draft. All of this impacts your 2023 fantasy leagues. Now I'm here to tell you about the players who lost major value, but very few people are talking about. Let's begin with a superstar running back. And it's Jonathan Taylor who look, he's a fantastic running back, but he lost this offseason for one big reason. With the fourth pick in the NFL drafts, the Indianapolis Colts selected mobile quarterback Anthony Richardson. And similar to most mobile quarterbacks, Richardson just doesn't target running backs. Here are the running back targets last year for Florida. 16, 9, and 3. That is 28 targets. Just 5% of Richardson's passes is well below average. And then if we look at his rushing production, he had the third most carries on the team, but most importantly, he had the second most rushing touchdowns with 9 rushing touchdowns, 31% of the team's rushing scores. This is concerning because it clearly crushes Jonathan Taylor's fantasy cheat codes. That is his targets and his red zone usage. And in his big breakout season two years ago where he played the whole year, he led the NFL in red zone touches and he was pretty decent with over three targets per game, 17th amongst the running back position. So now that's going to significantly reduce this year. And with a rookie quarterback in general, the offense is gonna be less efficient, meaning less red zone drives. Taylor is currently going as the running back four in drafts behind only McCaffrey, B. John Robinson, and Austin Eckler, and I personally think this is too soon. Now, this next running back hurt himself this offseason because of legal issues, and that's going to be Alvin Kamara, who currently faces a felony battery charge from a 2022 incident. Now, that charge was conspiracy to commit battery and also battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Basically, he got in a fight at a bar after the NFL Pro Bowl last year. It got caught on camera. It's not looking good for him. His court date is set for July and this matters because there's a real chance he's gonna be suspended and all of the Saints moves to this point indicate that they think he's gonna be suspended they added two running backs starting with the veteran Jamal Williams to a three-year deal and the rookie out of TCU Kendra Miller they drafted in the third round and he's gonna have the ability to produce right away Miller is 220 pounds and earned over 1500 yards in 2022 his frame gives him the red zone upside and despite not having a lot of receptions in college scouts believe he has the ability to in the proper offense and outside of the looming suspension Kamara has his own issues because last year his efficiency dropped as he's getting older at the running back position this is typical just 46th in running back efficiency and he saw by far a career low four touchdowns and that career low turning to career highs this year is probably unlikely given the suspension and the fact that they brought in Jamal Williams who last year led the entire NFL with 28 touches inside the five yard line eight more than any other player and 12 more than any other running back so Kamara is a clear loser for multiple reasons even if he's not suspended but it looks like he'll miss some time and then there's ken walker formerly known as the artist kenneth walker and look he is a loser and this might be one that you're kind of thinking about right away because it made a big splash during the nfl draft but let's put more context behind this kenneth walker is a boomer bust runner he's not this consistent runner gonna get your five or six yards of carry he's gonna lose yards and then he's gonna hit a 50 yard home run and the seahawks don't like this they need a consistent runner because they rely on play action passing with geno smith to find success which led to them drafting with their fourth overall pick in the second round Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA and this is a real threat to Kenneth Walker because Charbonnet is a mega producer he had almost 1700 total yards last year with his rushing yards over 1300 and his receiving yards over 300 plus 37 receptions is elite for a college running back he was also the third most athletic running back in the draft
draft. So it's not like he's just this producer who saw a lot of carries. No, he was efficient and athletic. Now here's what you need to know. If you played fantasy football or just watched the NFL last year, you know Kenneth Walker was making a name for himself for some of these 100-yard games and big runs. And it makes sense. He had over 1,000 yards and over 1,200 total yards as a rookie. But as we touched on earlier, he wasn't efficient. He was doing this because of his high volume. Rashad Penny was injured, and he was really the only other guy there. He was 38th in running back efficiency. Reminder, there's only 32 NFL teams. So he wasn't efficient, and he wasn't much of a pass-catching threat. Seeing just two targets per game, being 26th in route participation, how much his team used him in the passing game. And this is an area where Zach Charbonnet in college thrived. Now, here's what Pete Carroll had to say about this. Carroll stated that he's so versatile, meaning Charbonnet, he just will fit in and will be a great addition. And really, we're going to find out how far he can take it in terms of the receiving Part. He then went on to add that, yes, Charbonnet and Ken Walker are going to be battling for work, which is a big, big hit downwards for Kenneth Walker, who was the guy in the second half of last year. Also worth noting that the Seahawks did take Kenny McIntosh later in the draft, a running back out of Georgia who was known as a pass catching guy. So it seems like they don't like Kenneth Walker in that role. As you can see here on the underdog draft board right now, drafts are going on. Yes, it's only May. They were going on in April as well. Kenneth Walker still goes as a top 15 running back. And I believe that this is a mistake. Now, the next running back, up surely did not help himself this offseason similar to Alvin Kamara and that would be Bengals running back Joe Mixon the soon to be 27 year old is also in legal trouble now let's break down the timeline Mixon was charged with a first degree misdemeanor in February but the case was then dismissed a few days later until new evidence was found and Mixon was recharged in April now here's what you should know Mixon is being accused of pointing a gun at a woman during a road rage incident that is what this is going to be right now and if he is found guilty this is punishable by up to six months in jail and yes, he would be suspended. And the fact that he was recharged with new evidence found is not boding well for Mixon. And the Bengals brought in some insurance by drafting Chase Brown, who was the fifth most athletic running back in this past NFL draft, but that's not all. Because Brown was also ultra productive. Last year, when you take his rushing yards of over 1,600 and his receiving yards of over 200, he had nearly 1,900 yards in 2022 with 13 touchdowns, including 20 plus touches in every single game. His team in college, Illinois, they trusted him to be the workhorse course and maybe he could be that guy if something happens to Mixon this year. Now, similar to Alvin Kamara, Mixon has not just the legal trouble, but efficiency issues. By far, career low efficiency last year, ranking 61st in rushing efficiency and seeing his broken tackle rate drop by 15%. Joe Mixon has been this guy who's a top 10 running back every year for like the last three or four years in points per game, but don't expect that this year. Now, this next running back had a very interesting offseason, and that will be David Montgomery, because in terms of his fantasy upside, it's gone up and down like a roller coaster this offseason. It's starts by going way up in March in free agency where he got a three-year $18 million deal well above average for the running back market the second best running back contract behind only Miles Sanders it looked like he was now going to be this Jamal Williams plus lots of touchdown upside in Detroit but oh no just six quick weeks later this happened the Lions spend their first overall pick a top 12 pick on running back out of Alabama Jameer Gibbs now here's what you should know Gibbs has a far better athletic score than Montgomery and he is an electric pass catcher he's also set to make similar money to Montgomery now this last point is important because it means money won't determine playing time now what Montgomery has going for him is that he's over 220 pounds so this means he could see some red zone usage a role that last year saw Jamal Williams leading the NFL with 17 rushing scores so not bad for David Montgomery but we also can't just assume a 17 touchdown season is 
is going to come for a lines running back again in this top 15 pick spent on Jameer Gibbs yeah it limits the upside for Montgomery and speaking of limited upside let's go to the Miami backfield I want to take a look at Raheem Mostard who almost survived the offseason he was this this close look the Dolphins re-signed all three of their running backs that were going to be hitting the free agent market including Raheem Mostard above to a two-year 5.6 million dollar deal but here's the issue Mostard was brought back to be the speed guy he's really fast however the Dolphins then went out and they only had four draft picks and with their second draft pick in the third round they take Texas A&M running back Devon Aitring which is a big issue because as you can see from the player profile workout metrics his speed is elite he ran a 4-3-2-40 that is Olympic level speed the fastest in this running back class now Mostar does have 15 pounds over Devon Aitring he's bigger than him which should give him some more edge in the red zone however the Dolphins also re-signed Jeff Wilson he actually got more money just a bit more but $400,000 more and last year Wilson was the primary red zone running back on this team he had 32 total red zone touches split between both teams he played for last year in seven goal line carries expect this to be a three maybe even four headed backfield I would be drafting the cheapest running back which right now you can do by getting Devon Aitring all right then there's this backfield right here and if you haven't been paying attention to the NFL which I wouldn't blame you because it's the spring you're having a good time spring break the bank right well this is the Bears backfield and the entire backfield including Khalil Herbert is a loser this offseason and that's because the Bears were active this offseason it started in free agency in March 14th they signed Travis Homner a Seattle running back a pass catching running back okay nothing crazy there then they signed Deonta Foreman who has been efficient the last couple of years or at least productive so you have two new running backs in there with Khalil Herbert that's already not ideal but then the NFL draft came around and they traded up in the fourth round to draft Texas running back Roshan Johnson he was B. John Johnson's backup in college a former quarterback he has leadership skills he's a big back and he's definitely a threat in this backfield which hurts the guy who we thought was going to be the RB1 once David Montgomery left in Khalil Herbert and there was good reason to believe this Herbert was a top five efficiency running back last year on the ground when you factor in his receiving work was still top 10 in the NFL but the issue is Herbert was just a six round pick there's not a lot invested in him sure he's been productive but they just spent a fourth round pick on Roshan Johnson and Roshan according to the player profile or workout metrics right here he has not the greatest speed it's above average speed 65th percentile it's actually more speed than Khalil Herbert and he's a bigger running back than Herbert so look here's your takeaway it's likely this will be a three-headed backfield and it may take multiple injuries for one guy to be fantasy relevant the strategy would be to take the cheapest one in drafts and it depends on where you're looking but the cheapest one right now is either Roshan Johnson or Deontay Foreman I'm seeing Roshan as the cheapest one more often I'll take the rookie if I'm choosing one guy in this backfield now I have two bonus running backs for you one you might be familiar with and the other one you probably didn't think was a loser this offseason but before we get there in just a few seconds I want to let you know about the fantasy blueprint it is the way to beat your friends this season in 2023 and win your fantasy championship and it is very simple and risk-free to get you click the link in the description below you deposit the five or ten dollars depending on when you're watching this to get it and if you don't make your fantasy playoffs i'll refund that five or ten dollars that's right this is a hundred percent risk-free and over 99 percent of people did not have to reach out for a refund last year because they made their fantasy playoffs they had all the schmacks they needed to beat their league mates and dominate their league all right so secure your fantasy blueprint down below and let's get to dalvin cook who wasn't a huge loser this offseason but he definitely wasn't a winner the Vikings wanted Cook to restructure his contract and he has still been at a stalemate saying I'm not going to do that and since he won't take a pay cut the Vikings had to go get some leverage they re-signed Alexander Madison to a two-year seven million dollar deal which is well above the backup running back payment this offseason meaning he's probably going to see more usage this next year and in the seventh round of the NFL draft the Vikings also took a running back in Dwayne McBride at a UAB look it's the seventh round it's nothing crazy but this is a productive back McBride had over 1700 
rushing yards and 19 touchdowns last year he's not much of a pass catcher just five career receptions in college is definitely going to hurt his upside but it's at least worth mentioning they drafted a productive running back now there's still a chance that cook is traded but after the draft and free agency there's not a lot of places he would go that would skyrocket his value he'd probably be splitting touches in a backfield so don't expect cook to be this top five or top 10 running back anymore probably closer to an rb20 then there's tyler algier and we just have to pour one out for this guy because sometimes life isn't fair the 23 year old last year rushed for over a thousand yards had nearly 1200 total yards and he set the rookie falcons record for rushing yards and what happens after that well he then loses his job because with the eighth overall pick in the nfl draft the atlanta falcons selected Bijan robinson one of the best running back prospects of all time because Bijan can do it all he can break tackles he can line up at receiver and he pass protects like a pro simply put algier is far worse in all of these areas and now he comes in as a mid-level handcuff at best so these are the running backs who lost the offseason one way or another yet a lot of them if not all of them are not being talked about all that much so this should keep you one step ahead of your friends and if you want to continue to stay ahead of them well check out this lovely video right here on the players who actually won the offseason and if you have not yet already be sure to take two seconds and hit the subscribe button to ensure you win your fantasy league this year